this song is called Come the Inevitable Apocalypse. And it's about how, um, come the inevitable apocalypse, there will be um, advantages for people like me who've read about apocalypses a lot. We know how it works, we know how it's going to go down, and there are some people, uh, once we're living in a lawless, radioactive society, when we're all tooled up, those of us who are left, uh, there are some people I wish to um, go and visit. And, uh, <laughs> I know your sort, mate. You're the kind of wanker who claims they can't give to charity and send Christmas cards and who sits on the floor on trains. You leave receipts in cash machines. You have opinions to share about MP3s. Well, I've got news for you. A hard rain's gonna fall And when it falls I'll be knocking on your door Cause I've watched lots of telly I've read, I've watched films and comics And I'm ready, come the inevitable apocalypse I'm gonna hunt you down Come the inevitable apocalypse I'm gonna hunt you down In the event of a zombie epidemic Or if alien eating In the event of a zombie epidemic or if evil aliens land, I'll be fine, cos I've stocked up on water and bullets and cans. And when you beg for help, I'll say, didn't you used to teach on a mandatory all-day course that began with a little bit about me? And I bet you voted UKIP. I bet you voted leave. I bet you think the Beatles are not as good as Queen. Well, I've watched lots of telly, I've read books and comics, and I'm ready. Come the inevitable apocalypse, I'm gonna hunt you down. Come the inevitable apocalypse, I'm gonna hunt you down. Yes, it's sad to see the final days of man. Especially if you haven't got a cunning consolation plan. But me, I've got it all worked out. Those nightmares about threads will be worth it if it means that people who buy hot cross buns when it isn't Easter <laughs> are all dead. Vampires, earthquakes, meteorites, the rise of the machines. Werewolves, rapture, nanotech, they don't bother me. Come friendly bombs and fall on you, I'll shut the shelter door. Global warming, solar flares, I've read it all before. Yes, I'm prepared for anything, except maybe what if you are actually alright. It's me who is the git. I've watched lots of telly, yes, I've read books and comics, but I'm betting from the inevitable apocalypse, I'm gonna wet my pants. <laughs> Come the inevitable apocalypse, I'm probably going to wet my pants. <laughs> I say, what's happening is, uh, when I do computer stuff, um, I have a computer guy voice. And that's what this song is about. This song is called My Computer Guy Voice. <laughs> the situation's escalated, the meeting's out of hand. Someone needs to take control and steer us back to land. I'll give it five more minutes, then with a gentle cough, I will unleash a weapon that'll blow the roof right off. I hesitate to use it, but they have left me no choice. It's time for me to utilise my computer guy voice. Okay, everyone. 
Let's just try that again, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Two decades of providing IT help means that when I say, can you show me what you did? It all works fine this time. I finally ask you to tell me exactly what is wrong and solve your problems with the words, have you switched it on? <laughs> Saying no, that spam, don't press reply, can be a joy when it's time to utilise my computer guy voice. How about you just move out and I'll drive. The secret of my power-ups must never leave the conference room The dark side always beckons to those with abilities And with great power must also come great responsibility Turns out people in the real world get right annoyed When I try to utilise my computer guy voice Shall I just help you with that for a moment? <laughs> I don't think that's quite what you meant to do there. <laughs> what do you mean, patronising? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I saw in the obituaries that giant haystacks died. He's gone to fight Big Daddy in that big ring. <laughs> Do you all know the words, the first two lines of this song? <laughs> I saw in the obituaries that giant beanstacks died. He's gone to fight Big Daddy in that big ring in the sky. Where every day is Saturday and Dickie Davis smiles and the Saturday lunchtime wrestlers never dies. There's Kendo Nagasaki who will not take off his mask. And the one they said was death is getting directions from his dad. And Finley's arguing with his red Indian wife. And the sunny lunchtime wrestlers never dies. The nation that they fought in has passed into history. A time when we'd allow Big Daddy's brother to be referee. When the commentators fate it and we all joined in the lie. And the Saturday lunchtime wrestlers never died. Bye bye, Tiz was bye bye, Sally James. Bye bye, NHS fakes, clan bands, and the rates. Farewell to the free dentistry, goodbye, sweet cigarettes. We have lost our innocence, we'll not see you again. Call armies of old ladies up with handbags by brows. Come give me tag teams, belly flops and a soap star in the crowd. The Children's Film Foundation has turned into Channel 5. And the Saturday lunchtime wrestlers never Saturday lunchtime wrestlers never died. Please welcome the clean living, good times artist, Mr. Matt Albert, ladies and Haikus. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I've recently moved down from West Yorkshire 
Uh, I've been here about, I've moved here about recently, but I still think London's great. I love it. It's brilliant. Um, but I'm getting a bit homesick, so the first poem I'm going to do is about my favourite pub in Yorkshire, just to relax me. I mean, if I'm relaxed, then you're more likely to relax. Is that all right? Yeah. Yes. Right, fine, good. Basically, um, I don't like to go out on weekends because I'm a little bit socially awkward, so I go out on Tuesdays when it's really quiet. And I used to go down to the Brewer's Pride on a Tuesday every week, and I'd get the same pint, and I'd sit in the same table in the same corner. Brilliant, right? And there was a group of men who did the same thing in the opposite corner. And even though the pub had Sky Sports and BT Sport, they insisted in having teletext on the screen. And they'd sit there with betting slips, and they wouldn't really talk to each other. And every time somebody scored a goal, they'd go and update the betting slips. And I'd sit in the corner and write poetry. And they'd look at me and think, he's a bit sad, he's writing poetry. And I'd look at them and think, oh, I'd quite like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Being a poet, none of my friends like football. Anyway, this is a poem about that pub. With a heavy-bodied aftershave aroma, the taproom is a church on Tuesday night. The soundtrack might be girlfriend in a coma, but thankfully the jukebox doesn't play that modern shite. Where distant lives and distant wives and worries wait outside in the taproom of the Osset Brewer's Pride. The washing up was finished before the plates were even dirty. Desert boots slipped out the door at bang on 7.30. In four hours' time, we'll be lurching home higher than a kite. From the Brewer's Pride, the taproom is a church on Tuesday night. The pictures swap for teletext, the Premier League on pause. The pics are there, accumulate as pixelated scores. Predict the unpredictable, pin hopes on hopeless plights. In the Brewer's Pride, the taproom is a church on Tuesday night. This farmer's blonde is far too bland. He must be blind to make that blunder. 30 pepper seconds may accumulate as all asunder. All us only one team short, I'm bound to get it right. In the Brewer's Pride, the taproom is a church on Tuesday night. The politicians cameo for 15 flimsy minutes. But then it's back to tactics and the black ticks that'll win it. Cos Falkwood on at Labbrook sees a generous return in a taproom on a Tuesday where they pray but never learn. One more jar and then the road debrief with our disciples. Statistics like a secret code, opinions all recycled. Never mind that Spanish flair, we need a bit of fight. No nonsense in the taproom that's a church on Tuesday night. Soaring highs and fall on frowns from filthy rich to Ipswich town. Concerned that Burnley are going down, they'll soon be out of sight. The centre-halves are dirty, sod the barman knows to only nod. We've got football, who needs God, in church on a Tuesday night. Cheers. <laughs> the set list on there, I'm not on Tinder or anything. <laughs> um, I had to delete my account after a week. I've got about two matches, too scared to message him, just deleted it. Um, <laughs> this next one doesn't rhyme at all. I know that one rhymed a little bit, but this one doesn't rhyme at all. The problem for me being a poet is, I do gigs up north, and I do a poem that doesn't rhyme, and people say, well, I didn't do a poem, it didn't rhyme. And I do, like, Norwich Arts Festival, and I do one that rhymes, and go, well, that's not a poem, it rhymed. So, <laughs> I do both, basically. Um, Nye Bevan, when he formed the NHS, said that the NHS will survive as long as people are willing to fight for it, and I don't think he ever realised the extent to which we had to fight for it. And sometimes the NHS is something that you might take for granted, but this is something that happened to me last year that sort of made me realise, basically. The rain beats down on the windows of the car. When you're lost or you're late, it sounds like chaos, but when you're just fine and you're warm and you're comfy, it feels like someone's massaging your scalp with the tips of their nails and the tips of their fingers. Tuesday the 3rd of September. He called by following a routine checkup at the hospital shortly after 2pm. I were upstairs. Lucy answered the door. Silence. Are you alright, Lucy asked. Silence. Matt, you'd better come down, Lucy said, retreating to the kitchen to the kettle. 
And you looked straight at my chest with those Irish eyes and said, I've got cancer. The world slowly imploded as I took you in my arms and we waited for the click. We sat and talked, passing the diagnosis around the room like a wailing baby, trying to make sense of it and searching for calm. Thursday the 10th of October. I called by following major surgery at the hospital shortly after 2pm. They call them gates instead of wards, and it does look a bit like an airport, but at least you had the heart to avoid a departure lounge. You moved as though you were standing underwater, and spoke with a croak of a young Alex Turner. And as you shuffled towards me, barefoot, in a nightgown, I've never seen anyone looking quite that strong. Are you alright, bum? I asked. And you looked straight at my chest, with those Irish eyes, and said, I'll be fine. Thursday the 10th of December. I called by, following a Christmas gig in Leeds, shortly after 10pm. We had to dash via Wakefield, I've forgotten my passport, and then over the M62 to the P&O port at Liverpool. With my phone drained the battery, the sat-nav took us to the wrong end of the right port in complete darkness at 2am. We tried asking a bloke by a lorry, but he was a urinating unilingual Latvian. <laughs> a frantic drive around Bootle, rescued by the girl in the all-night garage. Terror, and then tears, and then panic, and then relief. The rain beats down on the windows of the car When you're lost or you're late It sounds like chaos But when you're just fine And you're warm and you're comfy It feels like someone's massaging your scalp With the tips of their nails on the tips of their fingers One by one the cars filter up the ramp The rain gives way to echoes of engine noise Waved on by conductors in high-vis jackets They feed us fish and chips before bidding us goodnight at lights out, I sip on an IPA and try reading Bukowski by the light from the fridge, but at this stage it just makes me feel tired and inferior. Instead, I sit watching you, drifting off to sleep. Purple coat for the duvet, pillow from reception, peaceful as ever. When we wake, we'll be in Dublin, where Irish eyes are smiling. God bless the NHS. Cheers. As you're thinking about it, <laughs> he's my go to guy for good times. That's the best way to go. Please welcome me, Mr. Gavin Osborne. Hello, are you alright? Yeah. Yeah. It is a bloody honour to be back here. It really is. Thank you, those of you who come down. Um, these guys have asked for a song, I'm going to play that one first. Because it wasn't in my original set list. Um, I'm going to play it to the guy who looks like a, a, a Danish detective. <laughs> a beautiful bit of Aaron, that is. Um, so, yeah, this is the one they asked for. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to sing a bunch of songs that I've written. That's, that's, the, that's implicit in my job title as a singer-songwriter. Uh, if I don't do that, then you know, feel free to harangue me afterwards. Um, I did, that, I did that intro recently, by the way, in Glasgow, and then proceeded to sing one of Hibbert's songs, <laughs> which, uh, which annoyingly got a far better reception than any of them. Um, but this one is, uh, it, it came about when a friend of mine called Charlie came to my house um, about ten years ago now and said, um, and so we started talking about, you know, big events, like big birthdays, big Christmases, and whether we, you know, whether we enjoy them, who enjoys New Year, no one. And it turned out he's got a horrific story about all of them, everything, every single one of them. And, and I, I was, we were sort of, me and my wife were sitting there just open-mouthed with shock at the awfulness of his life. And, and during one anecdote, 
I genuinely said, can you slow down a bit? I need to go and get a piece of paper. And <laughs> <laughs> write all this down and, and sing it to strangers. So, um, so this is basically, word for word, uh, well, point by point what happened to him. Um, and as I've realised with a lot of my introductions, uh, it doesn't end well, this, uh, this story. So don't expect joy and, and giggles. But uh, it's called Charlie's 18th Birthday, and I shall sing it for you, sir. <laughs> Posters went up in the neighbourhood And though I didn't think I'd do any good I decided to audition for A production of Grease <laughs> Though you never knew it The only reason that I went Was because I knew you'd get the part of Sandy And I wanted to be Danny then I get to sing with you in cluttered rehearsal rooms. There are worse things I could do than be alone with you. But I got the part of Roger, who doesn't get to kiss the girl at least. <laughs> Not in the way that Danny does in that lightning car, but I couldn't tell you that I did it all for you. Yeah, I did it all for you. I did it all for you. I did it all for you. At my best friend Sarah's place Poured my heart out over coffee Told her that I was a loser And that you just didn't know me And she said Well then let's show her We'll invite her to our party Our big fancy dress party For our 18th birthdays But what Sarah didn't know Was that I hated fancy dress Much more than I hated bros And all their rumours <laughs> But I didn't have the heart to tell her she was all excited And besides I didn't really have much heart left to give So the day before the party I saw you there in rehearsal Wearing your pink lady jacket And standing there on your own Which was unusual So I went up to you Shaking like an autumn leaf Before the winter takes it away And I said are you coming to my party? And are you wearing fancy dress? And do you hate dressing up as much as I do? And, um, by the way, what do you think of Bross? Well, after what seemed like hours, I stopped talking and you said that you were coming. And if I wanted a costume, then you had a spare. So you gave me a box, which I took home and I opened. And in a sort of silent shock, I gazed and gazed and stared. Because it was... A clown suit! <laughs> not the sort of clowns with big red noses and big shoes, no. It was one of those tragic clowns with solitary tears. And when I tried it on, the little trousers were too tight. And the top, it was too small. And worst of all, it was see-through. You could see my underpants through the transparent material. But because the chill was setting in, you could also see my nipples. But I, I wore it just for you. Yeah, I did it all for you. I did it all for you. I did it all for you. So, after the first night of Greece, everybody found a lift to the place which was bedecked in birthday banners saying, Happy 18th birthdays, Charlie and Sarah. When I got there in my costume, I felt better, just because balloons make me feel better. 
just for being there at all. Door was a little stiff, but I pushed it open, and when I did, well, I'm sure you could have heard the laughter from across the street because. Nobody was in fancy dress. No, not even Sarah. Her mouth the words, I'm sorry. But all I could see was you sitting there and kissing the boy that got the part of Danny in that production of Grease. And none of that would have really mattered. But you, you weren't even wearing fancy dress. Just that pink lady jacket, which, let's face it, didn't really count. So I ran down to the toilets. And I cried big tears of anger and even bigger tears of frustration And I kicked and punched the wall And then your face appeared And you hugged me and you said Hey, happy birthday, Charlie! Happy 18th birthday, Charlie! But I couldn't tell you That I did it all for you And that I did it all for you I did it all for you I did it all for you And when my eyes had lost their redness and the hug had fully subsided We got a lift back home together In the rain and then completely out of nowhere Without any prior warning In the back of my dad's Astra I felt your hand on mine and I didn't say a single word I just completely forgot that I looked absurd And I tried really hard to concentrate on all that passing traffic didn't want to mention it, but I just didn't want you not to. And I knew that if I said something, it would have drawn attention to the fact that you had done it. Done it just for me, like I did it all for you. I did it all for you. I did it all for you. song it ends quite nicely there's a, there's a fresh on of possibility that they might get together <laughs> <laughs> what actually happened was he said can I walk you to your door and she said I don't think that's a very good idea Charlie and he said oh please it's my birthday and so she said okay and they walked to the door and then he lurched for a kiss and she went, whoa, what do you think you're doing? And she went inside and she slammed the door. And he sat on her porch step and cried. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spoil the song, Dad. But just so you know, you know, in the song it ends quite happily. <laughs> I'd, like you to, I'd like you to, you know, retain some of that. If you could. Um, this is another new one. And it goes like this. It's about general apathy and ignorance. It's not a person. <laughs> Just realised. Ah, oh, general after the ignorance. Welcome to the <laughs> Well, I'm at a dinner party, tucking into the wine. Stuck in a conversation about Israel, Palestine. And I remember something Tony Benn said that should fit in fine. If there's a god, he's not an estate agent. Yeah, I'll pretend that's one of mine. <laughs> But after that big impression, I'm now way out of my depth And there's no going back for chit-chat I haven't got the guts to say Don't know enough about that <laughs> What's your opinion on the top right attacks? Good question Don't know enough 
Can the House of Representatives block the Senate? Absolutely no idea. No, not about that. What, what are your thoughts on the HST rail link? No, no, no. Not about that. One more. Oh, and the, how do you feel about the Royal Line of Succession? No, no, no. Not about that. Now, there's an online petition about boycotting Nestle. I know that it's bad, but I don't know in what way. Is it something about baby formula past its sell by date or forcing kids to drink breast milk for hardly any pay? <laughs> anyway, I'll just add my name to thousands, though I don't know the facts. And I'll sit down with my cup around, I'll eat my Kit Kat. <laughs> it should be easy to say, don't know enough about that. How do you feel about the homogenisation of our town centres? Don't know enough about that. Will Nissan bring more jobs to the North East? Don't know enough. Don't know enough about that. Is the Phantom Menace actually a misunderstood masterpiece? Uh, no, that's a stain on the otherwise impeccable legacy of George Lee. <laughs> <laughs> But I know when I watch TV news on the Syrian crisis I can't finish the report without just crying my eyes out Before my tears are dry I'm back and checking my status Scrolling through photos of friends on exotic vacations And after five minutes I'm laughing at a video of a cat falling off a piano <laughs> Then I'm with my wife shopping for tools to build a shed She needs drill bits and a hacksaw and wood chip for the bed And the man in the shop ignores my wife And then instead directs all advice to me But I've no clue what he said Something about leaving the base, some room to breathe I nod along as my wife rolls her eyes and turns to leave It would be easy to say Honestly mate, you should speak to her That is so sexist, I don't know enough about that <laughs> Should the UK pursue free trade with other countries? Oh, great question again. Don't know enough. Don't know enough about that. Peter Buckley Hill is in the house. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think a big round of applause, Mr. Peter Buckley Hill. Start again, Mark. What's the next one? Uh, can you play a G sharp diminished chord? Oh, you can whistle. What do you say about Ray Parler's work rate in the Arsenal engine room? <laughs> Excellent question. He was known as the Romford Pele. Uh, <laughs> lovely curly bouffant, Charlie Dimmerkesk. Uh, scored a great goal in the cup final. Uh, against all odds, really. 25 yards out, everyone's urging him not to shoot. He shoots anyway, it flies in. He's, a, he's an absolute folk hero and a legend. Turns out I know quite a lot about that. <laughs> See, I know a lot about all the things that I like. Every lyric of Bob Dylan till he crashed his motorbike. I can write a thesis about every episode of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> and I'll always know my downstage left from my stage right. Oh, but now they're talking foreign spending and the Human Rights Act. And I'll listen, but I'm missing that piano falling cat. I just wish I could say, don't know enough about that. Don't know enough about that Don't know enough about that Okay. Um, thanks very much. Especially to you there, mate. That was, that was a lot to ask, considering you've only heard the song once about five years ago. However <laughs> long. Six months, maybe. Um, right, I'm going to do another new one. Um, uh, this one is called I'm European. When we left, we 
backyard we'd get back to strawberries and cream teas Back to when we all just left our back doors open But you took everything that we loved Including feta cheese and 48% of our hearts are broken Cause without the French we never sink into a proper kiss So we haven't had too many of those lately And though we've got the Elgin marbles, you've got the Acropolis And we lost the recipe for Danish pastry (laughs) And no one commentates like an excitable Icelandic Every restaurant is now badly understaffed And a Brit wins Wimbledon every year now And I just cannot stand it No one's got quite as great as Steffi Graf So I'm wearing a jaunty beret Smoking jeton cigarettes Reading Kafka, quoting Rilke Watching Scandi noir box sets I'm sorry, I'm ashamed And I'm profoundly embarrassed And I am you You are me I am us I am we I'm an international human being And I am English I'm a Brit But if you want to put a name on it Then call me European There's no crop sure, no more sure. All we've got is a sandwich And of yourself eat us and it won't come back And I miss words like shoe Since you took away your language Dziękuję, danke, gracias and tak And we had to give Italy back All those Roman baths we bathed in Had to say farewell to German shepherd dogs Without Switzerland and Liechtenstein Now we've run out of tax havens And we mourn the loss of windmills, spliffs and clogs <laughs> So I'm wearing lederhosen Outside Buckingham Palace Wishing I was under the aurora borealis I never said I was an expert And I'm so very embarrassed And I am you You are me I am us I am we, I'm an international human being, and I am English, I'm a Brit, but if you want a name that fits, then I am European. Now we're stuck here under cloudy skies Under doctor's orders Eating endless steak and kidney pies Gazing at those tighter borders But we forgot the Polish pilots in that 1940 summer On our side during the great battle of Britain Cause now all the poles have gone There's no one wants to be a plumber No one's built a house for us to sit in And to Prague and Bratislava and those small sweaty dance floors We owe you such an apologetic thank you 
How we miss those bargain basement beers and long penis-shaped straws. Because <laughs> there's nowhere here good enough for a stag do. <laughs> so I'm still wearing that jaunty beret, smoking jeton cigarettes, reading Kafka, quoting Rilke, watching Scandi noir box sets. I am sorry, I'm ashamed, and I'm profoundly embarrassed, and I am you. You are me. I am us. I am we. I'm an international human being. And I am English. I'm a Brit. But if you want to put a name on it, then I am European. I am European. So hit the ground bazaar in Istanbul, cross Copenhagen Bridge. Buy poetry along the Seine, raid the Oktoberfest fridge. Turn up the Europop and dance like crazy to craft work. Hasselhoff and Hadaway and every single thing by Björk. <laughs> Throw three coins in a fountain, all Italians probably peeing. Cause when in Rome it feels like home when you're inside that Colosseum. Buy local art in Montmartre and a joint in Amsterdam. And if you ever go to Belgium, dress up like Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Cause one day they'll take this all away We're gonna miss it when it's over Gazing back across the channel From those old white cliffs of Dover was totally acoustic what a night it was uh, although i must say i was mysteriously ill for much of the next day uh, that was a, a great time uh, thanks to everybody who played it and thanks to all those who came uh, our next show is on thursday the 6th of april when we've got helen McCookery book robert george saul and jack rosie's uh, a lineup which i think will be brilliant so yeah uh, thanks so much for listening and see you next time <laughs>